Hello and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight Special Edition. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with Pam, my co-host. Hey, Pam. Hey, Dawn. Of course I'm here. I wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> People don't know that I have her tied down in the studio. She's just she does. trying. She She's really does. With everything she has. <laughs> Actually, no, it didn't take much to convince her to be here today because we have a great interview. We are so excited to bring to you. Um, we had the honor and privilege of speaking with George Stoltz a year ago. Um, he had filmed a movie called A Kiss on... Yeah, on Candy Cane Lane. That's right. I almost messed that up. But A Kiss on Candy Cane Lane. And he was talking about the movie. He had just wrapped it. And we kind of thought it was going to air last holiday season. And it never did. It never did. It never got picked up. Well, we were so excited to find out that it's been picked up for this holiday season. It's going to premiere uh, Tuesday, November 5th on Amazon, iTunes, everywhere that you can stream um, videos on demand. Go there. Check it out. And um, we featured the trailer for the movie on our show last night. So you definitely want to want to tune in it's going to be a great movie it's got a great storyline and this amazing interview with george he was one of the best we've ever had on the show and we had a great time talking to him he was an absolute hoot was he not pam oh my gosh i i you know if i remember correctly we laughed i think the whole time so <laughs> <laughs> you're in for he treat. was as, well, as you could, you'll be able to tell, but he was, it was like sitting down with an old friend. We had not seen him forever, and we were having drink, dinner and drinks and laughing and just having a great time. That is the way George Stoltz is, as you will see. So without further ado, we would like to bring to you now this great interview with Mr. George Stoltz. And enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. This is George Stoltz, and you're listening to Pam and Don. Thank you so much, George, for calling in and, and taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with us. We really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So we always get such interesting answers to this first question, and I have no <laughs> doubt that yours will be too. <laughs> but we'd love to hear about who or what inspired you to become an actor. Oh, that's real simple. My little brother, Jeff Stoltz, basically strong-armed me into uh, pursuing the entertainment industry as an actor. That's it? How did he strong-arm well, you, though? Which, which means when we were in high school, in a small living in a small mountain community in Manitou Springs, Colorado, uh, I think we had not even 400 students in their entire high school. It was like 99 in my graduating class. Anyway, he's a, he, everybody thinks he's older than me, but he's a year younger. And uh, for whatever reason, he just decided he wanted to do a high school musical and basically talked me into it my junior year, which would have been his sophomore year, talked me into auditioning for it. And, of course, it's a tiny community and tiny school so it didn't matter the audition or not they were going to have a part for me <laughs> and uh, no matter how bad I suck because I can't I still do this thing can't sing I can't dance and of course in a musical you're required to do both <laughs> but he was right. always the lead and he was always very passionate about it and I just did it because he was like George 
you got to do it. I was like, you're crazy. I can't sing. I can't dance. He goes, George, you have to do it. All the pretty girls in our school do these. And I'm like, well, you are, you got something there, Jeffrey. Okay, fine. I'll go audition. And they felt bad for me and gave me a tiny part. And I embarrassed myself two years in a row. Uh, Yeah. And then, of course, I had fun, but it was just awful. So cut to, uh, I was in college in Colorado, and my brother was going to school in Whittier, California, and I was done with my college wrestling career, so I transferred to his school. We ended up graduating the same year, which is kind of cool because we're a year apart, but since I transferred, I yeah. Anyway, so I took a uh, – we went to go visit a girlfriend in Hollywood that we grew up with who worked at this – awesome bar at the time called Dublin's and we would always go visit her that year that I was in school with him in California and one day we were having lunch with her and this woman approached us and asked me if I was in the entertainment industry and I was like no 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 I'm just a college student I'm visiting my girlfriend here Uh, she goes all right well if you have any interest uh, here's my card and let me know I was just being nice and polite I was like okay thank you nice to meet you have a good day and then went back to school, told my brother, and he's like, bro, you have got to call that woman. I was like, you are out of your mind if you think I'm calling that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't even know if she was legit or not, and we were so clueless. We knew nothing about Hollywood or the business, even a little bit. But our friend that we grew up with actually during the day was an assistant at a theatrical agency. And then at night she worked at this restaurant pub that we would go to. And, uh, so she, the next week at work, looked them up and found out they were legit. So of course my brother talked me into calling the agent. And that's how we ended up with our first agency or commercial agent. And then <sighs> that's, that's it. And that was the start of the craziness that is Hollywood. Wow, that, uh- that's a great that story, I mean, that's, that's That's a true Hollywood story. I mean, you know, that goes back for how many years and years and years ago for people being discovered sitting at the park or sitting in a restaurant or doing something, you know, walking through a mall and people, agents will walk up to you and, and then before you know it, you're in the acting business and you don't even know what happened at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was the last person on this planet that ever thought they would be an actor, I think. I was waiting to get my diploma so I could go into the Navy as an officer and I let my brother talk me into pursuing the entertainment industry. Unreal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> well, thank you, oh, yeah. Brother Jeff. We really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm so glad that you pursued this because, uh, wow, mm-hmm. you know, look at the career you've had since then. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Wait, say, now, say that last part again. Far- I said, we are so glad that you followed your brother's advice, and, oh. or whatever you want to call it, because yeah. you had an awesome career as a result of that. Oh, well, thank you. We've been very, very fortunate and very grateful uh, to start off in this industry at the age we were. Most people uh, would say, don't even bother, because mm-hmm. we were supposedly too old at the time. 
But we've yeah, well, we've been very lucky. Well, I don't believe in the age thing, so I'm just glad that you followed your heart or your brother's strong arm or whichever way you want to put it. <laughs> no. no, I'm, I'm now, super glad I did. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you find that you prefer a certain genre of movies or TV series, or do you love the variety? Uh, well, if you want the brutal honesty, I've every time I've been fortunate enough to work in the industry, I've always enjoyed myself on set. But I, it's because I like interacting with people and you know meeting new people and. I'm fascinated by human behavior, so I'm just enjoying myself on set. I'm not one of those hardcore uh, actor guys that is so much concerned about portraying a character. I basically use whatever words are given given to me by the writers and pretty much am just being myself. (laughs) But, yeah, my favorite part really is just the interaction with all the hard-working crew members and people on set. I always enjoy myself with them. Well, speaking of being on set, I first became a fan after seeing you in the hit TV series Seventh Heaven, and um, which was awesome, by the way. Um, and, you know, things have changed so much in the television industry since that time. And uh, it doesn't seem like it's been that long ago, but it has. But what do you think is is one thing that has changed the most about television and television series in general since you were on Seventh Heaven? Ooh, and that was a great experience, by the way. I loved every second of being on that show and learned so much. Uh, I, I mean, there's just so much more television, it seems like than there was back then and so many more opportunities don't get me wrong it's a brutal brutally difficult tough industry but i mean when you're working it's fantastic uh i think there's just so many more networks now and more tv opportunities it's just there's stuff going on non-stop all the time but like i said it's this, this industry is not easy but when you are working, it is so much fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and you know, and speaking of working, you have quite the acting resume and have been so busy throughout your career. What role would you say has challenged and stretched you the most as an actor? Uh, one of the Christmas, I think it was the second Christmas movie I did, Christmas with the Andersons, where uh, they asked me to <laughs> Georgia, like Atlanta, Southern accent, <laughs> and uh, I'm not an accent guy, even though people think that I really do have an accent from time to time, but that was, uh, I was scared to death, but usually when a person does something that they're scared for, scared to do, once they've done it, they can appreciate it and look back and be grateful that they did something like that. And that's exactly what happened to me. But every job I've had has been challenging in a different way. But that was a a fun thing that when the opportunity came about and they wanted me to have a southern accent in some of the movies, I was like, right away in your mind, if at least for me, I was like, I don't I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. And then you worried about it, and then you 
work on it and try it, and then whether you suck at it or not, it, you still tried and ended up having a good time by doing so. But that was uh, probably the one I can think of right now off the top of my head. Now, George, I will attest that a southern accent is easy to master, okay? I mean, I am living proof of this. <laughs> but, no, I, I can see how that would be that would be challenging, um, you yeah, know, well, indeed. Somebody came to you right now and be like, all right, we'll want to hire you for this uh, Christmas movie, but you can't have your southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like yeah, and and I try to tease Dawn by trying to do her accents and forget about it. It's just not happening. No, I hear the Chicago accent, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, what have you learned from the directors that you've worked with throughout your career? Oh man, I I had a great experience doing the Kiss on Candy Cane Lane with. The director Stephanie McBain. Uh, I we had so much fun, and she was like the most. Sorry about the uh, airplane above. Uh, <laughs> she was so hands on, and I like that because I want to do the best I can for uh, whatever the director wants me to do, of course, and sometimes. You know, everybody is different and works differently, but I appreciate when a director is straightforward and then just interacting with you nonstop the entire time. I mean, of course, a lot of times they don't do that and they just let you do your thing, but to me it's, I don't know, for whatever reason it works well with my personality, I guess. But, uh, yeah, Stephanie was awesome and pleasure to work with and learned uh, so much from her because everybody does things differently but yeah for whatever right. reason we clicked and it, it just helped me a lot I was comfortable the entire time because of her directing skills mm-hmm. yeah and I'm sure that makes a world of difference because it you know it's always nice to know what they expect from you so that way you can do it you know hopefully in one or two takes instead of trying different things and they're like no that's not what we want you to do <laughs> you know yeah yeah no. and it's always so. like if i'm doing something and they don't like it i want them to tell me rather than just mm-hmm. letting me do something that they didn't want me to do <laughs> right <laughs> yeah especially now, if they wrote it as well <laughs> right <laughs> yeah Definitely. Now, you're working on a project where you're an executive producer, and I'm not sure you can tell us much about the movie, but can you tell us about your experience being a producer? Well, my first experience doing that was uh, when I think I was on Seventh Heaven at the time, and uh, my brother, remember how I told you that he loved doing the plays when we were kids mm-hmm. well he it was the first one he did since we moved to hollywood and started the entertainment industry pursuing it and him and our my brother and our our buddy wrote it and then my uh brother was the lead actor in it and we basically put up the funds to do it so that was our very first 
experience with producing, and that's all I did for the producing part was just pay for the play to get made and, of course, supported everything and the actors and was there the whole time every night they performed. But uh, the most recent one, we uh, shot a TV pilot, a comedy, and instead of fronting the money myself, I, I'm a terrible business person, by the way, so this is making me a better business person by trying these things. But <laughs> getting, getting people, talking people into basically giving us money and telling them how awesome the project's going to be, but then being brutally honest with them and saying, look, if you do this, don't expect to get your money back. <laughs> if, it, if it happens, it's great, but if not, <laughs> please don't kill me. You know? uh, so, yeah, uh, for that pilot I had to ask uh people for money and I don't some people have no problem doing that. I am I have issues doing that cuz of just the way I am I'm, I would want them to get their money back of course but it just doesn't always work that way. It's a business. You don't always succeed. So uh yeah that's uh and then you know also with the producing thing you got to try and keep everybody happy whether it's Every single crew member, all the actors, all the other producers, whatever. It's uh it can be uh, a lot to deal with, but uh I think I prefer uh being the uh jerk face in front of the camera. <laughs> but it's it was a good experience. I mean Yeah. It's, and a, and a tremendous responsibility, no less, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Most people just don't want that kind of responsibility, and they run the other way. But, yeah, it's uh, and that's a good uh, experience to have for me. So I learn a lot, and uh, I'm sure I'll end up doing it again eventually, but who knows? <laughs> well, Actually, I do. I, mean, I want to produce my own Christmas movie now that I've done a handful. Well, see, there you go, and you very well should. That should definitely be on the list of things to do. Yeah, I mean, you just learn so much by doing that stuff. But mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, on the actor side of things for you, when you read through a script for the first time, do you have a certain process or protocol you follow when preparing for a new movie? Uh, Yeah. For whatever reason, the way my brain works and – uh, if I'm like doing something like I learned long ago in one of the first acting classes, they, uh, our acting coach at the time, uh, her name was Leslie Kahn. She made me jump rope while doing a scene in class. And it just ended up becoming so natural for me to do the acting while I was jumping rope. Cause we as human mammals, you know, we're always doing something. So you're never just mm-hmm. not doing anything. And that just clicked for me. So now whenever I get a new script and I know for sure I'm doing something, whether it's just a guest star on a TV show or you're the lead in a Christmas movie or whatever, I go to the gym and get on an exercise bike and read the script. And then it just like, it soaks in for me. It's crazy, but that's that's what I do every time now. That's pretty cool. That's really cool because that would take an enormous amount of concentration on both sides, you know, between until it does become 
um, just like second nature almost. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody learns differently, but just because the way I learn, that helps me so much. Mm. And then once I do that, I feel like I can't lose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's so true. Now, you've starred, as you mentioned, in several Christmas movies, and a personal favorite of mine is I'm Not Ready for Christmas, which you were your performance in that was outstanding, by the way. But um, one of the things that I loved about this movie was the great on-screen chemistry between you and Alicia Witt. And does that kind of chemistry come naturally, or and if not, how do you generate that kind of chemistry so that it's believable for viewers? Yeah, uh, that was my first Christmas movie experience, and I was so fortunate to be able to work with the amazing Alicia Witt. And from the first second we met, we kind of just clicked and got along great, and that doesn't always happen. So very just happy. I knew right away that we were going to get along great and just have a blast. But everybody's personalities are different, and she is a professional who's been working since she was a child. So maybe to her, she always gets along with everybody. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, she just made it me so comfortable, and it was – we hung out 24-7 while we were on set or off set. So it just – it was like our personalities clicked. And uh, I remember going up to her and being, so, Alicia, have you done a Christmas movie before this one? And she looked at me like I was a moron. I was like, George, I think I've done like seven or eight. You've done that. <laughs> well, that was a way to break the ice, huh? <laughs> yeah, and once that happened, I knew that we were going to get along great. <laughs> yeah. You got that out of the way. Everything else just flowed naturally then. Oh, yeah. We just made fun of each other the entire shoot. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, it was great yeah. to be. I love watching that every year when they show it. So, uh, yeah. and I'm sure it'll be yeah. in this year. So I'm looking forward to it. But, um, but you know, one thing that's so exciting about this holiday season is that um, we know you've got a couple of movies you're working on, and one of them that fans are going to get to see you in is All I Need for Christmas. And uh, if possible, can you share with us a little bit about the movie without giving too much away? Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, so that's the one we shot in Lafayette, Louisiana, and lead actress Claire Coffey. Uh, I'm not sure if you ladies know who that is, but uh, she was a lead on a TV show called Grimm. And yeah. that's how, I think how most of her fans know her and love her. Uh, but, yeah, she plays uh, the leading actress, and we're in a small I. Uh, small town, like outside of Chicago, Illinois, and uh, wintertime, and we were high school uh, uh, sweethearts, and I, uh, I work at a coffee shop now, and I'm a single father, and she comes into the coffee shop all the time, and I have a crush on her, but never say anything about it, and she has a crush on me, she never says anything about it. And then it turns out that uh, she works for a guy who wants to buy the building that my coffee shop's in. And she doesn't tell him this. And so they go through this whole process. Even though they both like each other, she feels bad about not telling 
me that they're going to buy my building and basically keep me out, kick me out. Oh, nice. So we find, we find out, we get in a fight, and then in the end, it's all Christmas love. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the That's way we like the, it. <laughs> right. That's where the magic comes in at the end. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Or the best. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Now, I have a question about just one particular part of that movie before I move on to my next question. Was there sure. a lot of coffee drinking, or are those empty cups? <laughs> oh, man. Well, Claire, Claire guzzled coffee, real coffee, the whole time, but I'm not a coffee drinker, so my wussy boy self was sipping on tea or water Aww. in those coffee cups. <laughs> but the coffee shop we shot in was the actual real coffee shop. They were open for business the entire time we were shooting, which Seriously? I've never experienced wow. before. Yeah, it was awesome. So there's people that, you know, how they have background actors, mm-hmm. yeah. extras. So there's people that are just coming into the coffee shop to get their coffee like they do every day. <laughs> and they ended up oh, some of them being in the movie. <laughs> That's, so that was really cool, me. though, for those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they loved it. They didn't even have to have you know, a cash the... call. They were just like, you know, the customers were going to come in anyway. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It was great for the coffee shop owner because – he was getting paid to, for us to use his coffee shop, and he was still doing business. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have, I have a question to feedback on that. Considering the, your role in this movie, how many people came up to you trying to order coffee? I mean, you know. Oh, that was one of my favorite parts, yeah, because some, sometimes people weren't paying attention. They just come in, and they're, like, looking around, and they see the cameras and everything, and they're like, all right, well, I'm just going to walk by here and order my coffee. And I was actually, we were about to shoot a scene where I'm behind the uh, bar making people coffee. (laughs) I would just kind of pretend that I was really who I was. And I'd be like, oh, hey, thanks for coming in today. What can I get you guys? And they would really order from me. And I'd be like, I'm just kidding. I'm just a bum actor in this Christmas movie. I can't make that for you. Right, right. It sounds like there was some editing done there. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to your IMDb, you have several projects coming up, and you have another holiday movie called A Kiss on Candy Lane with you and Jillian Murray. Can you oh, yeah. Listen on that one? <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry, say that again. I said, can you fill us in on that one? Uh, I, I'm going to. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Legally, not oh, kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so that was the one I was talking about with Jillian, where we were had a couple, several days shooting out in the San Fernando Valley when it was blazing hot. Uh, yeah, so Jillian Murray... Uh, I guess you ladies already know who she is, but uh, uh, I didn't until we worked together. And my favorite part about that movie, other than sweating to death in uh, Christmas sweaters in 120-degree heat in the valley, was 
it was so refreshing because we did that one day, and then the next day we're doing a scene where we're at an ice skating rink that my character owns and runs. And so we got to do a bunch of the romantic scenes between Jillian and I uh, at an ice skating rink where it was nice and cold. So that was refreshing. But, uh, yeah, and then for the actual, like, Candy Cane Lane scenes, they, the crew did an amazing job in making, like, winter Christmas scene in the middle of L.A. when it's blazing hot, and it looks spectacular, and I'm not just making that up. It looks like they actually, like, here in the Valley, there is – they have their own uh, candy cane lane during the holidays. Everybody drives through and they're serving hot cocoa and tea and cookies and stuff. That's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful that people line up to go to all holiday season. Well, the crew did this, did their own version of that for kiss on candy cane lane. And it looked fantastic. I'm excited to see that. And we're definitely excited to see it as well. We can't hardly wait. So, um, it's always a treat watching you in a movie because you, you know, and er- everything you do is so well done. And uh, so anytime we know we that you have something coming up, it's like, oh, you know, because we know that the script is going to be great. And um, everything you've done, you know, the the writing and, and the production and everything has just been wonderful. So it's just a treat, as I said. And, and then you add Christmas to it, the whole element of Christmas. And that just is like the cherry on top. So, uh so we're looking forward to that for sure. Um, well, we do a fun little game on our show and uh, with our guest, and and it's a five question lightning round. It's all Christmas related. Um, there are no wrong answers, but we want to kind of see what you would say to some of these, um, if you don't mind. Sure, of course. Okay. Well, all right. First question: Your favorite Christmas tradition. I'd love where my my parents live in Colorado in that small mountain community I was talking about, Manistee Springs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've always loved, for whatever reason, since I was a kid, since I was old enough to do it, was putting up Christmas lights on my mom's house. And I became like uh, Chevy Chase's character, uh, Clark Griswold, just, Super excited uh-huh. and overdoing it with the Christmas lights, even though it wasn't professionally done. But I put my heart and soul into it. <laughs> when, mm-hmm. Whether it was five feet of snow and it was freezing cold and windy, I was still up there. And even though my parents thought I was crazy, I am a little crazy. Obviously, I'm an actor for crying out loud. But uh, <laughs> so I just love Christmas lights all over my mom's home and all over the, whether it was the decorating the tree inside or just covering her entire home with Christmas lights and a giant lit up Santa Claus. Uh, I, I, that's, I love that. Well, see now here's what I would pitch since, since you really love that sort of thing, that could be a true blue audition for a Christmas vacation remake where you be the lead, (laughs) you know, I mean, let's just get it on film so that, you know, when they start calling for casting for that, you can just put out that audition tape and see what happens. But I um, would love that. I think I could play a great jackass who loves Christmas (laughs) like Chevy Chase did. (laughs) 
Well, I wasn't implying that, but I think you'd be great in the role. So hopefully we'll see. With in this age of remakes going on, you never know, you know. So. Oh um, yeah, madness. Yeah. All right. The next question is your favorite Christmas song. My favorite Christmas song. Yeah. Just so many good ones. I'm trying to remember the one that uh, the lead actor, one done by Elvis, that the lead actor, Stephen Collins of Seventh Heaven, loved and would sing every holiday season while I was on that show. Oh, why can't I think of it? Can you guys help me? you have any idea? I'm just so terrible. I'm trying to think. It's an Elvis song? Yeah, if you said it, I would know it right away, but... Is it it oh. is it Blue Christmas or that I think that um, might be it. You got to sing a little bit for me. Oh, <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> That's no, I, not I happening. I love all Christmas songs as soon as uh there's a station here in LA and I can't think of the station now of course, but as soon as it starts up like the 1st of November, I have it cranked in my vehicle. All day, every day. Oh my gosh! You're like, so like I, I have you are videos of me with the dogs too. that I take care of, listening to uh, Christmas music and me singing to them, listening to Christmas music. Sir. Yep. It, well, you Do the words go like, "We'll have a blue, blue Christmas," but I'm not singing it. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's the one that okay. got stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but of course all I want for Christmas yeah there's just so many good ones oh yeah there are too many to name it's it's hard to have a favorite yeah, but you, there is that one iconic song that when you hear it at the start of the holiday season you go okay my season is officially underway now you know it kind of like kicks oh, yeah. everything um, yeah, even, yeah. Just, even if it's just the amazing jingle bells that's yeah. all I need to hear, and I'm ready to rock and roll. That's right. That's right. Well, if you're ready to roll on November 1st, you're already in the holiday spirit, you know. So there's <laughs> something about that, hearing that song that just kind of, like, adds to, enhances that. Um, all right. So what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, favorite Christmas movie? I mean, you can't go wrong with uh, – Chevy Chase Christmas time, but uh, I don't know. Why can't I think of my favorite Christmas movie? <laughs> because there's too many. Me. Awesome yeah, there's, there's, too, there's too many amazing ones. Yeah. I mean, and they're on 24-7 from November through the holidays. It's fantastic. Right. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll have to go with Chevy Chase, Christmas time, got to, because I love to laugh. Mm-hmm. And anytime there's a Christmas movie and it's a comedy, it's that combination's unbeatable to me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's so many great ones. I mean, it's really hard to pare it down, but there is always that one that you know. I think if you see it, you go, it's kind of like Christmas song. You go, okay, my Christmas season is now complete. I've seen this movie, you know. Yeah. Well, what's yours? <laughs> Well, um, I have a couple, but I would say, now this is maybe not Christmas related so much, but it is, but the Walton's Homecoming, you know, and uh, I remember growing yeah. up, that was 
kind of like a traditional thing. They would always play it on Thanksgiving night as kind of a prelude to the Christmas season. And that just, to me as a young child, it just became one of my favorites. Um, I love White Christmas as well. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, you can't go wrong with Bing Crosby either. So, um, yeah. Pam, what's your favorite, by the way? Oh, you know. It's White Christmas. I, I know, but I want to share. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> she knows. We, we, all last year, you know, we played uh, after every ending to our, our show, we would pick a different band after Bing Crosby uh, singing White Christmas and play the White Christmas song by all the different bands and, and singers out there so we could have a variety of it. So that was our little tradition last year for our show. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. The next question is hot toddy or hot chocolate? <laughs> I'm going to go with hot toddy. <laughs> i got to be honest. I mean, yeah. it doesn't love hot chocolate, yeah. hot cocoa, but, yeah, hot toddies. Oh, man, those are good. And look, those I mean. Will bring a, They'll bring the holiday spirit out on anybody. I was going to say, they will bring the, the <laughs> spirit of the season right in, in play. And if you're if you're drinking one while you're you're listening to your favorite song or watching your favorite movie, you know, you just got Christmas spirit oozing out of you, <laughs> you know. Heck yeah. So, um, that is for sure. All right, last but not least, since you are the lights master, we will call you um, when you're not <laughs> acting, do you prefer white lights or Christmas lights? Or colored lights, rather. Wait, what was Christmas lights? White lights or what? No, let me back up. Do you prefer white lights or colored lights? Oh, well, I, to be honest, I prefer a combination. Like if I'm when I'm decorating my mom's home for Christmas, always mm-hmm. do a combination. But that some that drives some people crazy. I can go with either or, but me personally, I prefer the combination. Yeah, I like it too. And so, is your mom's house? on the block like the one that has the most lights every year well that was my goal but here's the kicker to that they live in a small mountain community on the side of a mountain so on their road which is a dirt road mountain road uh there's only four homes and of course my mom's home was always the winner when it came to christmas (laughs) decorations that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> can see yeah. from space, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we always Clark Griswold's goal was to be able to see the lights from space. I mean, you know, right. so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you go. Um, well, you know, the things we aspire to, we got to have things to aspire to in life, right? <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Well, that completes our five-question lightning round. Thank you so much for playing. <laughs> Well, thank you for allowing me to. <laughs> well, now I get to spend the rest of the day trying to figure out what my favorite Christmas movie is. <laughs> if your Christmas personal kick off to Christmas starts November 1st, you got plenty of time, you know? That's true, um, yeah. So, and if you want to get in the holiday spirit even before that, you know, Hallmark Channel is going to start their holiday movie season in two weeks, so or a couple weeks. Oh, so. don't you worry. I follow them on Instagram, so I keep track <laughs> of when that starts. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And that way I can harass Alicia Witt for doing her 35th Christmas movie this 
season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they did call her once on Hallmark, so, you know, understandably so. Yep. <laughs> well, we are... We just want to thank you so much for being our special guest today and taking time to chat with us about everything going on in your career and your Christmas movies that are coming up. We are so looking forward to those. And uh, just everything else that you've done. I mean, you've had an outstanding career so far, and and we definitely look forward to anything else you've got coming out, even beyond the holiday season. So uh, this has been a really fun time. Well, thank you, Pam and Don, for having me. It was a pleasure. And I hope you guys have a great holiday season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and please don't forget to thank your brother, Jeff, and happy holidays to your family. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I will definitely let Jeff know. Okay. <laughs> Take care. You enjoy the rest of All your right, day. All right. Bye, ladies. Thanks again. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies, that's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S, and also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.